How are ya? It is a Tuesday morning. It is a lovely, lovely Tuesday morning. I'm first warning meteorologist Eric Burris. This is Coffee Talk. We get together seven days a week, chat about what's going on in the world of weather. Hopefully get your day started off on an educated note. Hopefully get your day started off on a bright note and uh, make sure you know everything that there is to know in the world of weather. Before we go on, uh, just want to let you know, in addition to Facebook Live and Twitter Live and YouTube Live, we are now a podcast every morning after Coffee Talk. The latest episode is published on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify. So if you miss, if you don't make it, we're here and we will be chatting in the podcast world. It may not be live, but at least you can get caught up to date. All right. All right, so that said, top two things that we are monitoring today. Uh, first off, another live report coming from Southwest Florida. Yesterday, we checked in with Sonica Dongay. Today, we're going to check in with a, uh, a good friend, a meteorologist down in Southwest Florida. We've had him on Coffee Talk before when he was out in Texas, and... Uh, He's now moved to Southwest Florida, so it will be it will be great to catch up with him and see how things are doing in the recovery world. Uh, we're also, of course, going to be chatting about what's next here locally, which Mother Nature has been giving us great weather. That is continuing, and temperatures are actually going to be on their way down. What? What kind of chaos is this? Fall came in like a lightning rod like a wrecking ball. But before we do that, let's just look and see. Let's get caught up to date on our local forecast just a little bit, and uh, then we will get chatting with uh, meteorologist Andrew Shipley. All right, it's 64 degrees in Orlando. It is a wonderful 61 in Leesburg. Are you kidding me? 57 degrees outside in Ocala, 60 in Palm Coast, and 63 in Daytona Beach. So it looks unreal it feels, I mean, it feels real. Uh, first warning, live Doppler radar showing just offshore here in the 8 o'clock hour. A few showers just off the coast. Uh, one or two around Launch Complex 39 A and B. A couple of other showers off the shoreline there of Oak Hill Edgewater. Uh, but generally, it is a wonderful, wonderful forecast. Here's a look at our temperatures across the area Today, 75 degrees at 11 o'clock. We will make it to 80 degrees by 1 p.m. and 82 by 3 p.m. Notice there is a 10% chance of showers through the forecast period. So, um, you know, may see a sprinkle. Yesterday when I was flying in Chopper 2, there were a few of those showers that caught us at the Daytona airport. I posted the picture and it was so neat because you had on one side super gray skies with the rainbow, and on the other side, perfectly clear skies. So uh, that was kind of a neat a neat little situation. We're going to talk more about our local forecast um, in just a couple of minutes' time. But we do want to chat with, um, with a meteorologist who, again, we have had on Coffee Talk before. He's going to be joining us again. This is meteorologist Andrew Shipley. Uh, Andrew, certainly you have had quite the busy last few days. Uh, first off, good morning to you, sir. Hey, good morning. Thanks for having me, Eric. Hey, and thank you for joining us. Uh, for those that don't know Andrew, um, maybe you didn't see when we were chatting, I don't know if it was last year or the year before, uh, Andrew was a, an intern in uh, in the WESH weather department, 
went on and uh, is just just doing an incredible job going and and growing and, and and at this point you are a seasoned meteorologist you you've been all over the country it's not like he was an intern yesterday um you know he's 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 uh he's working now at uh, a television station in Fort Myers and so um Andrew you and I have been chatting back and forth through the uh kind of yeah. through the storm uh first off how how are you doing how how is how is life at this moment you know i think i have a lot better than most people it's you know, you drive around Fort Myers, and I know a lot of folks have probably seen the pictures on uh, social media or, or, or on your shows, and uh, it, 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 there's a lot of devastation around here, and I think it really hasn't fully set in. But uh, for me personally, uh, I had a lot of tree damage around my apartment, but, uh, you know, other than that, uh, I really lucked out. I got power back very quickly. Um, I know FPL is uh, really restoring power pretty quickly. I know there's some issues with uh, LCEC, which is the, uh, the Lee County Cooperative there. But uh, uh, for me personally, I got water. The only thing I don't have is a, a Wi-Fi, and uh, I'm still on the boil water. But uh, for the most part, I'm okay, which is, you know, I didn't know just, just you know, a few days right. ago. Right, right. I mean, how, how could you know how quickly this is going to come somewhat back to normal for you? Um, talk to me about the storm days leading up to it because you know the forecast cone we knew that it was going to be a west coast impact um, but as the focal point came more and more to southwest florida and you realized more and more that this was going to be a storm in your community how 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 did that impact your coverage for your area right and and you and i talked a lot leading up to the storm and uh, for those that don't know eric's my mentor and I talked to him, and, and plus a really good friend of mine. So I talked to him all the time. And, um, you know, I look at the LRC like you do, and we knew leading up to it that this was likely the floor Easter pattern. So right. we knew that it would be on this side. And, um, you know, we just didn't know where. And it was, um, you know, interesting to see, you know, Fort Myers was dead smack in the middle of the cone, and it moved up to the north and then shifted back south but you know lee county never really left the cone um so i mean you always had to explain to folks that the cone was where the center could be right it could be on the side it could be on the right side and it ended up unfortunately being here on the right side as a, a stronger storm system and uh you know it's uh it's unfortunate it, it really is i mean nobody you know eric you probably have said this too on your on your stuff no meteorologist wants to see devastation of people's homes, yeah. or people's lives, and unfortunately, that's uh, what's what happened. So, as the storm is approaching you, and and for anybody who knows Southwest Florida, his television station is uh, is in Cape Coral. Um, it's it's I, I've actually been <clears throat> years before you were there. I had a, I had a friend of mine who was a mentor of mine who worked there, um, and so I got a I, I got to go there. Um, it's, it's, it's in Cape Coral. It's off Burnt Store Road or is it, it's Pine Island Road. Uh, Pine Island Island Road. Road. Right, right. It's near Burnt Store Road. Anyway. Um, so, so, you know, it's kind of a metal framed building. Um, and, and as the storm is approaching, you guys ended up having to evacuate because of concerns for safety in your building. Right. Right. So what they did is right before the storm, they upgraded us to evacuation zone C. Now, the building ourselves, we're a D, but um, 
right across the street was actually C. It was, it was kind of, it was, we were looking at it like, oh, which one are we actually at? Because we just didn't know. Right, right. And, um, but our building was only rated to 105. Um, so we wanted to make sure for our safety and we wanted to follow the, you know, the right, the right thing to do. I'm so glad my station had a plan because, you know, there's so many people that, that may not, you know, you know you're not thinking ahead. And we had a plan, and uh, we ended up going to JCU, which is Florida Gulf Coast University. We had a set there um, ready to go in case, you know, it did take that turn. You know, we, we went. And I think it was the best decision they ever made because um, even though the building survived, we were able to feel safe. Yes. And do this the right way. You know what I mean? And, and, and so often when people ask, should I shutter? Should I evacuate? It's like, well, when you lay down at night, are you going to be scared or is moving the better decision so that you just feel safe? Right. And, and so I, I always feel like that's the litmus test. Um, okay. You, <laughs> I I've seen some of your work during the storm and, and I feel like you and I were doing the exact same thing. We were doing County forecasts by County forecasts, trying to let everybody know what to expect. Um, it's one thing to say 12 to 18 foot storm surge, right? It's another thing to see it playing out and now to see the devastation left behind. How, how does that strike you? These are the beaches that you love to go to. These are the areas you like. Andrew is a fisherman. That is his happy place. What is it like to see those, those, those little paradises of yours so ruffled up from the storm? You know, it, it's weird because it's like, now what do I do with my time? Yeah. Um, my time? Um, I, I, I honestly, I haven't been down to the beach. Um, I have, first of all, you can't go there unless you're, you know, with somebody that's, you know, supposed to be there. Right. As, as me. Um, but the, I don't think it's really fully set in. Yeah. Be, um, I, I'm going to be out in the field today uh, for my station and, uh, you know, I'll see some of this a little bit more firsthand, but just driving around. I mean, you know, you see the blue tarps up, um, you see, the you know places you like to go to dinner uh, just not there uh people's businesses that i've interviewed for news stories that i've done uh not having businesses there right anymore. and, and that's it, it breaks your heart Eric. so looking ahead mm-hmm. we all know that the recovery is continuing and continuing continuing but this was an area that was hit so hard with charlie 18 years ago, it was hit, uh, 18 years later, it's hit by, uh, Ian. What, what do you say as somebody who lives down there, um, to, 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 to help us not forget Fort Myers, to help us not forget Southwest Florida? What do you say? How can we, what's the one thing that we can keep with us? That way we will know months from now that Fort Myers still needs our help. Well, you gotta think about it. Charlie's eye was about eight miles wide. And Ian's was almost 35 miles wide. Um, and I was a little boy here on vacation with my family. Uh, we were, uh, just happened to be down here when Charlie hit. And uh, I remember, you know, my dad probably tells the story better than I do, but uh, we were crossing the state to go to, from Bradenton to Pompano Beach when Charlie hit and got turned around because we couldn't cross Alligator Alley. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. And... Um, so coming back a couple of days later, we drove through 
um, Ponte Gorda in Port Charlotte uh, on I-75 and saw just the trees snap, the, the, the power line snap, the, the highway signs just everywhere. Yeah. So like, I remember it some, but I mean, I was a young kid, sure. was 11 years old. Um, but, you know, to see now the same area and, and to see the almost the, the tracks being so similar, obviously, you know, the, the size of the storm, that's, that, that was really the, the thing. And, you know, we always talk about, you know, a large storm, even if it's a weaker storm causing that devastating storm surge, but now you had a strong storm, right. a large, uh, slow moving storm that you had that storm surge. And I think it reinforces to everybody that water kills. Yeah, and, and it does. And I think you know, you you say I say it, run from water, hide from wind, and um, I'm, it just shows you the power of water. I mean, and and, and honestly, it also shows our, our what our new construction is doing. Uh, I went to the Wall of Wind for our hurricane special yeah. um, back in May, and they talked about the building codes and. Um, the newer construction inland actually did fairly well. And I think that's a testament to what the, the folks there are doing and yeah. uh, across our state are doing in terms of our building codes. But I, there's still a lot of work to be done in storm surge and, and, and people understanding the power of storm surge. Well, and I think that, you know, we're hearing the death toll coming from your area and 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 that that is such a horrible thing right and 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 right. And, and officials are you know are, are discussing how some people just you just can't get them to evacuate they just won't right uh, but I think that the term run from water hide from wind plays in so much right because we have seen all of us have seen the storm surge coming into Pine Island uh, to Sanibel Captiva right to, to yep. Fort Myers Beach you can't hide from that. Like at least with wind, you go to an interior room and you're going to be somewhat safe. You know, even right. if the building's crumbling around you, at least there's layers to protect you. But when storm surge comes in, um, there, like tsunami. You, you can only go so high. Right. Wow. Right. You see those videos of folks that, that state and it's just like, whoa, like, People having to go to you know the second floor of their homes, right. and, and and the fact that they're still finding people over there on Fort Myers Beach, right. right? Right. Well, imagine if you're in a situation like if you're in a condo and the water's coming up, there's nowhere to go. Right. Imagine if you're in a first an, in a single story house, you end up in your attic, and now you are trapped because in the middle of a hurricane, are you going to hammer your way through? I mean, it's it's like these are truly nightmarish scenarios that play out in storm surge situations. And then, you know, Andrew, I mean, it made landfall by you. There were people that were flooding in my area. I was up in our helicopter yesterday. Still right. days later, there are well, people. Yeah, absolutely. Not all that water is now flowing back down here. And we're seeing that in Northport, yeah. Arcadia, yeah. up along the deep river, the Maca River. Yeah. Wow. All right, uh, Andrew, rest easy, my friend. Go yeah. continue your great work. Um, I know that you're you're reporting live, but let's, you know, in the next couple of days and weeks, let's check back in with you um, yeah. because I want to hear how the recovery is going. And, and I want our little Coffee Talk family to, to stay dialed into that because this is not something that's going to just, you know, in a month when, you know, when, when the national news crews pack up and go away, I, I don't want us to forget about it. So we're going to check back in with you, my friend. All right, take care, Eric. Hey, thank you, buddy. 
All right. Uh, Andrew Shiptovsky, uh, meteorologist down in southwest Florida. Um, it, you know, Andrew does great work. And uh, um, certainly, certainly we're going to be checking back in with him just to just to see how um, how the recovery efforts play out. By the way, we are going to, in a, in a couple of minutes' time, we are going to have... We're going to have, um, hopefully, Meredith McDonough join us, and uh, Meredith is is going to be uh, discussing the West Two Day of Giving. Okay, um, you know we we always try to rally on on Wesh, um, ways to help our community, and uh, we know just how badly our community needs our help. So um, over the course of today, and I understand we have already raised a really, really significant amount of money. So my goal is to hopefully uh, check in with Meredith and uh, and see how that's going because um, we can all help. For those of us that um, for those of us that have struggled from Ian, certainly uh, you know we're not going to ask for your help. but uh, you know maybe just maybe if if you made it out okay from the hurricane here locally, uh, maybe just maybe we can we can work together and uh, help our friends and neighbors that need it here in Central Florida. Okay, uh, let's move on and chat about what's going on in the tropics because a lot of people are asking about this, and I want to make sure everybody knows. All right, so Invest ninety two, just off the coast of Africa, um, certainly is looking somewhat decent. Eighty uh, percent likelihood that it gets going, and more than likely will become a tropical depression in the next day or so. Overall, the models are trying to recurve it and keep it out to sea, but it's something we will certainly be watching. In addition to Invest ninety two, there is Invest ninety one, which is looking certainly better organized. This is a low rider; it's wanting to ride along the northern shores there uh, of. South America, heading toward like the ABC Islands, well, the Windward Islands, and then the ABC Islands, uh, 40% likelihood of developing. The good news here is that these are both seemingly non-impactful systems for us in not only Central Florida, but the United States. Here's a look at the GFS model. This is the 6Z run, and uh, if you're listening to us on the podcast, um, I'll try to be as descriptive as I certainly can. First off, let's just stop. This is uh, 3Z Wednesday, which is equates to 11 p.m. tonight. The remnants of Ian, believe it or not, still just sitting off the coast of like um, Atlantic City, bringing rain and wind and all that. But uh, bottom of the screen, out in the central Atlantic, that is Invest 92. Near the Windward Islands is Invest 91. Let's roll through time. Invest 92 Central Atlantic trying to develop, but not really doing much. Uh, that is 12Z Saturday, so that is 8 a.m. Saturday. You've got system in the open Atlantic, not a concern for us. There's a system now in the Caribbean. That was Invest 91 working through, perhaps trying to develop. Both of them developing, but notice not coming here. This Let's just go to 12Z Tuesday, so that's uh, a week from today. System in the open Atlantic, not all that impressive. There is that system in the Caribbean heading towards Central America. Uh, what is that? A nine-something a nine low, a 983 low, it looks like. Um, that uh, Hurricane heading towards Central America, but not uh, heading toward us. So that certainly 
uh, is the good news there. And then as that moves in toward the Yucatan Peninsula and Central America, um, again, not a concern as it continues uh, to move in and in and in. And then after that, uh, you know, this is our 258. The GFS continues from there. A little something out east of us. You can see a little 1,000 millibar low. Uh, though, interestingly enough, look at that. Let me just back this up. Uh, something kind of a CAG low coming off of Mexico. You see this here around the 18th, 19th, 20th. Uh, lowered pressures across the Gulf of Mexico and Florida. That's... That's something we may have to may have to watch. Not not saying that it's doing anything specific, uh, but uh, you know, could could there be an inkling of something there? I don't know. We'll have to watch, wait and see. All right, all right. Now I told you we were going to try and get her. We got her. I'm very excited to chat with her, uh, my friends. This is Meredith McDonough over at uh, Studio Three. In the West Two News studios, uh, Meredith. Good morning, my dear. Good morning, Eric. How are you, my friend? Oh, great! Thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, I'm happy to be here. Talk a little hey, bit about <laughs> what are you doing today? So, Eric, it is our day of giving Hurricane Ian relief, and there's. Can you see all the folks behind me here? Volunteers. They're, with they're a little blurry because you've got the bur the blurry background thing turned on. Oh, how do I turn that off? I I think there's a button somewhere. Oh, Eric, I'm looking for the blurry button. But it's our day of giving, and yeah. these are amazing volunteers. We teamed up with Heart of United Way Florida, and um, we've got the president CEO over there. Hi, Jeff. We've <laughs> 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 been doing interviews with us all morning long. Um, and Eric, our phones have been ringing off the hook, so I'm sorry if the folks are blurry, but they're awesome. Oh, look, we just popped it up there. Um, people can call. They can call at 407-830-9374 to donate. You can text HFUW to 91999. You can head online or you can click our QR code. But Eric, we've all been seeing the images of the flooding throughout Central Florida, people's homes, people's cars, uh, babies, families being rescued from flood waters. Uh, Eric, we know the need is great. And what's so amazing about Central Floridians, they always step up to give. We're over a million dollars. But Eric, we've got a big goal. Our goal is around $2 million. Wow. So we're hoping this calls all day. So thanks for having us on Coffee Talk because we want more and more people to know about this. So you're already over a million. The goal is two million. And yeah. this is staying in our area because we just spoke with a meteorologist from Southwest Florida. Obviously that community is very much in need, but, but we have to remember our community's need as well. No, for sure. And obviously, Eric, we've all seen the images out of Southwest Florida. You know, we don't know if it will ever be rebuilt to the Southwest Florida that we know and love in those locations. But here in Central Florida, we talked about this. We haven't seen this kind of rainfall really since Fay, and we haven't seen it ever. I mean, you were saying this is a 200-year flood event. Yeah. Uh, so it's just so important that people realize, you know, when they're seeing these images, when they're hearing from our neighbors, I mean, this is the, the lowest of the low moment of their lives. I mean, they're losing their homes, yeah. their vehicles. Um, you know, there have been fatalities throughout Volusia County after this storm. So this is loss of life, loss of, you know, like I said, property. It's just devastating for people. And if you can, if you're in the position to give, uh, we are asking you to do so today. Oh, wow. Okay. Thank you, Meredith. Thank you so much. Uh, and again, the best way to do it, what's the phone number once more, Meredith? Okay, take a look. Phone number is 407-830-9374. We will have amazing volunteers all day long to take your phone call. So give them a call. They want to talk to you. Oh, very good. And, and Meredith, if somebody asks for you specifically, will you run over and say hello? 
<laughs> of course, Eric. <laughs> oh, thank you, my love. All right, go back to work. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Meredith. Thank you, Eric. Say hello to your viewers for me. <laughs> you got it, my dear. Bye. Bye. All right, so there you go. Um, the United Way teaming up with us and uh, working hard to to make sure that everybody gets what they need because it is just such a difficult chapter in so many folks' lives. And uh, certainly, I, you know, I am I am so honored, so honored to be a part of an organization that works hard for our community. And, and for those of you that made it unscathed, they need our help. One way, shape, or form, time or treasure, we always say. So thank you so much for that. Uh, let's just chat about our local forecast. I'm, I'm also quite grateful uh, that things are looking the way that they are. Uh, beautiful sunshine. First off, can we just take a minute to appreciate the fact that um, we, are, we are getting cooler. Today, 82, the high temperature. Tonight, 62? Seriously? And that's just, that's just in one spot. Okay, let's talk about today's high temperatures. Here's a look around town. Upper 70s in Marion County. Mid-70s in Palm Coast. Upper 70s in New Smyrna Beach. If we look at tonight's forecast, sixty-two in Orlando, fifty-nine in Leesburg, fifty-five degrees in Ocala. Whoa. Whoa. Average low temperature is 70. We're doing 62. So, wow. Okay. Wow is all I'm going to say. All right. Uh, opening up the floor. Questions, comments, concerns, anything. What are your thoughts? Julie says, my in-laws had to put their car on blocks to keep floodwaters of Hurricane Donna from getting to their car. How much of Central Florida was impacted by that storm? Almost the same areas that were impacted by Charlie and almost the same areas that were impacted by Ian. Yeah. Probably a tick or two colder in Donnell and Kathy. I would imagine so. Yeah, I would imagine so. Nikki says the weather was so beautiful yesterday for our pumpkin unloading. Oh, yes, it was. I was up for a trip in Chopper 2 yesterday. Um, and uh, man, I enjoyed the flight. Didn't enjoy some of the sights because we saw so many scenes of, um, of devastation. Um, Brian, I missed it. Can you put up how we can donate again? Absolutely. With pleasure, uh, Brian. You can uh, text... H-F-U-W to 91999. You can donate online, wesh.com. I swear to you, we're not pocketing that. It's all going to the United Way, Heart of Florida United Way chapter, which is here in Central Florida. Um, and, and of course, there's the phone number that Meredith had mentioned. It's, it's, it's such a needed thing. Uh, and, and listen, it, it I know times are tight for so many of us. If you're blessed beyond, then donate beyond. If you're, if you have a cup of coffee that you can donate, donate a cup of coffee. You know, five dollars. If you can donate fifty dollars, donate fifty dollars. Um, whatever is meaningful, and and I promise you, I am doing the exact same thing, um, because um, everybody's going through something, obviously, at all times. But uh, we can, we can, we can all help. A little, a cup of coffee, a bottle of water. If if you're if you're just something so that you know in your heart, you know what, I know somebody has it worse than I do. I can help them, you know. Um, and that's that's the bottom line. Hey, I wanted to mention, and and just like yesterday, I don't have this graphic set, but I wanted to go over some of the some of the peak winds um, that we got. 
peak winds that we got from the hurricane. Uh, I tweeted it, put it on my Facebook, but uh, let's go county by county on some of these peak winds. It's it's quite it's quite remarkable, really. Um, okay, alphabetically, and and this is coming from this is coming. Gloria is asking how much wind was blowing in Winter Haven during Ian. So let's go through the National Weather Service in Melbourne issued their public information statement, highest observed wind gust reports. Okay, Melbourne. We're just starting with Brevard alphabetically. Melbourne Beach, 81 mile per hour gust. Cape Canaveral, 73 mile per hour gust. Cocoa Beach, 67. Patrick Space Force Base, 66. Um, and then, you know, all of those below. I'm just going to go with some of the higher gusts in each county, so forgive me. Uh, all right, Leesburg in Lake County, 56 mile per hour gust. Paisley, 44. Lake Louisa State Park, 43. Mount Dora, 43. Let's head to Orange County, Orlando International Airport, 74 mile per hour gust. Lake Mary Jane, 61 mile per hour. Uh, Reedy Lake, 58. University, 57. Maitland, 57. Uh, Osceola County, the Heritage Park, 56 miles per hour. Kissimmee Airport, 55. St. Cloud, 47. Seminole County, Sanford International Airport, 69. Uh, Spring Lake, 68. Winter Springs High School, 61. Lake Mary, 48. Volusia County, this one kind of blew me away. My father-in-law got a 79-mile-per-hour gust. He's in Ponce Inlet. There was one higher. There was two higher, technically. New Smyrna Beach, 96 mile per hours, miles per hour. Well, that one threw me for a loop. Hadn't seen that one yet. Daytona International Airport, 81 miles per hour. Uh, Ormond Beach, 66. Wilbur-by-the-Sea, 65. And then offshore sites uh, continued with plenty of gusts so that was that was where our gusts are wow kind of remarkable right crystal just curious if ian fell into the list you guys made of recycled storms it's been on my mind a lot and had me wondering oh yeah uh ian absolutely was the reese and, and andrew had mentioned this ian was the recycle of the floor easter let me pull up the graphic this was the storm system this was the four, and I, it's untouched. This graphic is untouched. November 6th of 2021, a storm system came through the Gulf Coast. I highlighted that area as the threat area. Mid-May, it came through. It was non-tropical. Late July, it came through as an upper-level low. And then late September, it was in. Yes, that was the floor easter. And that's the area March 1st that I highlighted. Yeah. So, yeah, there it is. My weather station showed a 67 mile per hour gust here in Deltona. Wow. Wild. Wild. All right. So at least tropically, we're nice and quiet these next couple of days. Thankfully, at least our local weather is nice and quiet these next couple of days. Um, I do want to remind you, if you missed it off the top, we are now a podcast. Coffee Talk is on Spotify and on uh, Apple Podcasts. So uh, if you miss it, Head over, subscribe to it there. That way you'll never miss it and you can go into listen mode. Uh, you can't interact because it won't be live, but it's still something kind of cool. All right. Speaking of cool, 82 for a high, 62 for a low. My God. Fall is here and I am here for it. Thank you so much, everybody, for uh, joining us today for Coffee Talk. One last time, it is the West Two Day of Giving. We are working with the United Way, trying, trying, trying to help people 
recover here in our local neighborhoods. Wesh.com to donate, or you can text HFUW to 91999. Thank you so very much. Listen, be the sunshine in someone else's day. Thank you so much for hanging out. I will see you today at 3.30 for the afternoon coffee talk. And uh, yeah, check us out on all the podcast platforms. Bye, y'all.